Episode 3 of This Is Us 2 is brought to you by Minute With Mary, the best place to discover new makeup and uncover your confidence as a woman. So head on over to MinuteWithMary.com or better yet, you know what? Find the hashtag Minute With Mary on Facebook and request to join my marvelous VIPs Facebook group. Because Minute With Mary, it's me, guys. It's a minute with me. So head on over to MinuteWithMary.com or hashtag Minute With Mary on Facebook and start the road to a new you. I got to go back inside and sell my soul to the network like the whore that I am. Take care. Deep breath, okay? Come on, man. First came... Me. And Dad said... G. And then came... Me! And Mom said... We! And then came... Me. And they said... That's three. Big three! Big Big three. three! You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Kevin. Yeah. Mom and Dad didn't raise no horse. Except briefly during Kate's eyeliner phase. <laughs> yeah. Night, little brother. Night, big brother. From Cranston, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC, so sit back, relax, and let's all have a great cry. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm your host, Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and you know what? Chicken butt. Freaking Randall, man. <laughs> did you get yeah, that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Sorry. You just kept on going. I just kept going because you know what? I'm not sure if I should acknowledge that kind of joke or just, you know. It's keep, okay. I'm keep three years going. old. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, you, you got me. You messed up all my Sorry, mojo. You said, you know what? Freaking Randall, man. Giving all of us guys bad name. What do you mean? Guy hasn't eaten a cupcake in like 16 years. Good for him. Man, running, running at like 10 o'clock at night after the kids go to bed. When he woke up at 4 a.m. You know what I want to do when I get the kids to go to bed? Tell me. I just want to go to bed myself. Amen. And this guy's out there running on treadmill, sweating up a storm, looking all hot and t- like buff. Can't even handle it. What? Guy, he's cut. He's, he's so cut, his muscle boobs are flopping up and down as he's running. Sterling Those K- are called pectorals. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Sterling K. Brown, man. Uh, Come on, so, you help, know, help a man out, right? <laughs> Sorry. So, um, so speaking of working out, this uh, we're recording this two days after daylight savings time in 2018. And if you're new to this, is us too. Of course, we know we're watching the show late. It's okay. Enjoy it with us on a rewatch or enjoy it with us now for the first time. But nonetheless, we watched it two days after Daylight Savings Time. And the night before, um, my husband, Blake, who I'm chatting with, he had said, hey, Mary, um, I'm really going to want to start to work out. And I want to work out first thing in the morning. I would love it if you could help make sure that you take care of the kids because I'm, I'm doing this. I'm waking up early and I'm working out. Will you support me in this? And I went, you bet, baby. You bet. And this is why he pissed me off, Sterling K. Brown by the way, because <laughs> he looks so good. I get it. I get it. So uh, 
So the morning rolls around and Blake wakes up and our kids are crying and he says, hey, don't forget I need to work. And I said, babe, I just need one minute. I need one minute to roll out of bed. Usually I, w- I wake up and it's like sunshine and moonbeams. But this morning, my back was hurting. I was tired. I forgot daylight savings even happened. Why did I feel like I was hit by a truck? I don't know, but I fell asleep for 45 more minutes. And when I came downstairs, um, Blake was chewing the inside of his cheek. And I went, hey, what's going on? He went, nothing. And I went, no, you're upset. And he said, no, I'm not. And I went, you're you're chewing the inside of your cheek and you've got that furrow on your brow. You're upset. And he said, yeah, we spoke about this. We talked about this. You were supposed to help me with the kids and so I could work out. And you just didn't come down. And I apologized and uh, he started to go upstairs to go take a shower and, and skip working out. And I thought about this book that I've been reading called The Seven Successful Steps or Tips for a Successful Marriage. And there's this thing called a recovery attempt. And the recovery attempt is when people are fighting or there's disagreements to just do something that that is like skipping uh, the record. You know what I mean? Pick that needle up off the record. Make something different. Maybe you can crack a joke. Maybe you could do something. And I thought, oh, I know what to do. And I said, Blake, can you come here and give me a hug? Now, Blake's number one love language is physical touch. That is my last love language at this point. I have two young children who touch me all the time. But I thought I need a recovery attempt. I need to fix this. I can't just say I'm sorry because sometimes sorry doesn't cut it. I need to do something that picks that needle up off the record. And that hug did it. And he didn't hold a grudge against me. And I didn't feel like I was a terrible person because... We love each other, and sometimes this happens, and sometimes people fall back asleep. And in this episode, Jack had a great recovery attempt, and it had to do with humor. And I saw that when they were in the kitchen, and Rebecca was tired and feeding the kids, and he asked where the coffee, you know, he pointed the coffee, and she said, don't you know where the coffee is? And he's like, yep. And then before he's about to leave, he says, do I need to remind you where my lips are? And that was his recovery attempt. That was his way of saying, yeah, things aren't great. Things aren't great. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling that the vibe isn't so good right now. But I'm going to crack a little joke because for them, for Rebecca and Jack, humor, from what I can tell in episode two, humor is a great way for them to reconnect and fall back in love. Well, the episode title for this one is called, well, it's not the pilot, I'll tell you that. It's called The Big Three and uh, directed by Ken Olin, who actually, what I found out, directs a lot of the upcoming episodes. Uh, Some of the things that he has done, um, actually his high watermarks are actually The Man in the High Castle. We Okay, on Amazon Prime. Uh, Alias. Yeah. uh, Felicity. (gasps) After whom we named our daughter. Yes. So uh, he he has he has done some direction for J.J. Abrams. He also directed some Freaks and Geeks and The West Wing. Awesome. Uh, this the writer for this episode was again Dan Fogelman, the mm-hmm. the runner, uh, showrunner of the show. Uh, which actually now, currently, as of this very moment in the show's history, is no longer the showrunner. Okay. Uh, he has given it up. He gave it up at the penultimate episode of the first season. And two relatively unknown jabronis took over the show running duties. Interesting. So um, it's it, it's 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 kind of a big deal. It is. But we'll get into those later. We will. We will. So for now, uh, what are you giving for your lemonade rating for the big three? On a scale of one to five, I'm giving my lemonade 
for this episode of 4.5 glasses of lemonade. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. What's wrong with that? Because you're lower than me. I. That very rarely happens. What is your score? 4.7. That wow, wow! This like never happens. I it know. might have to do with the time change. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your GBG? What do you got? Okay, my good, bad, great. First off, my good. There were so many things that were vying for good in this episode. Mm-hmm. So many things. Um, but what had to win was Toby's entire take on the party. He was show business. <laughs> the hat and even just him being excited when, when Kate tells him about it, he's listing off all these things about, you know, um, Lainey and going to town and just when he's there at the party and Kate's having a bad time, he gets a tequila. And I said that right there, that man. He knows what he's doing. So, in general, Toby's take on the party was my good. My bad is, um, what what the hell is going on with Jack? And why isn't he at the ending? Why is Grandma and Grandpa oh. not Jack? Oh, have I got a theory for this? That is my bad. I've got a theory. That is my bad. What the hell? Okay. Okay. okay Am gotcha. I great? My great for this episode was that recovery attempt. Beginning of the episode, Busy Morning got all the different references of the different foods and the appliances and everything in that kitchen being old. And I loved it. And Rebecca's cranky. Jack comes in, looks at the coffee. Do you know, did you forget where the coffee is? The whole thing I just went into. Mm-hmm. I loved that. I loved that recovery <laughs> attempt. I loved the humor. And um, I was happy to see them kiss because I said, kiss that right there my book would say that's a that's a that's a good job they have a strong marriage because they had a successful recovery attempt so now you all know recovery attempts you're welcome <laughs> how about you what's your gbg Little did you know you're getting therapy and this is us too as well oh my god i love self-help books in case you guys couldn't tell free therapy just for you the listener another added benefit of listening to mary who needs co-pays when you have mary <laughs> So my good was um, Randall and Beth, hashtag relationship goals. Right. I want everything to do with Randall and Beth. I want them, I, I just want them as like little squeeze dolls just so I can like squeeze them and like hold them close to my face and just, you know, rub them at night and yeah. say, oh my God, you're just so cute. Everything about them, the way that they resolve their conflicts, mm-hmm. uh, the way that she stands up for Randall to his to his father reminds me of me. Uh, yeah, and she, she's like, I'm gonna ask. Well, we, I'm gonna ask the questions. She's a Taurus. She's a total Taurus. She's a total Taurus. Oh my god. <laughs> she's the and you can tell he's a Pisces because he's like he's into it, but he's very sensitive. We don't know what month these people are born in. We're gonna have to find out. And like he lets things get to him, so that's why he can't see because he's trying so hard. I'm telling you. And okay, then what's your bad? And then my bad. It's, it's your boy Miguel. Dude. Why is he my boy? Cuz he's your boy. Why is No, he's not my boy. <laughs> Miguel is not my boy. Come on, man. I don't love him. Who does he think he is? Oh, what do you mean? Moving on Rebecca? Does he think he's like Josh Hartnett in Pearl Harbor? Come coming in? <laughs> Taking Kate Beckinsale away from Ben Affleck. What was that Brad Pitt movie? River runs the River like, runs through it. Was that it? No, uh, no, no, um, no, no. That 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 was uh, that was River Phoenix in that with uh, Tom. What Scary. was the one where Brad Pitt? Someone dies. Legends of the Fall. Legends of the Fall. <laughs> and the, and the wife goes through like all three brothers. Yeah, yeah. Like like oh maybe maybe uh you know I'm just gonna like like your girl and you're gonna like my girl and all this kind of like why does everyone want your wife? Come on, man. Miguel. Isn't that awkward? I'm I'm already to, to like say it at the bar to be like, hey, 
So, so uh, I really dig your wife. <laughs> and like, what the frack? Are they divorced? Are they? What is going on? Oh Where do you be? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Josh know, Hartnett and Pearl Harbor. Yes. Yeah. So, what was your great? My great. Um, the lighting and direction of this episode. And I'll give you a specific reference to two scenes. The lighting in the final moments when uh, Kate and Toby and Kevin are out looking over uh, Los Angeles. Yep. It's dark and it the lights are unfocused. And the, it, it, what, what it means basically is that the future isn't really solid it's it's unfocused it's Blurry. dark and it, it's you're, we're getting into some times here that we're not sure what's going to happen Ugh. do you ever we, know what's going to happen but the lighting the the lighting here is is great because it, it's the blues and the whites and the darks and the blacks and oh my goodness gracious right but then the very next scene is the exact opposite with uh with jack and rebecca they're in the hallway, mm-hmm. and it's beautifully warm and lit, and the sun is pouring right in, and the kids are coming in at them. They've oh, made up, it. and everything seems to be just a tad clearer and a lot more warmer. And it gives you a complete picture, visual picture, of the, of the two disparities in what's, in what's occurring between the timelines and how they play off of each other. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. Dig it. I, got, I dig it. I, and, and the thing is, with the lighting of this show, it's not like regular like family dramas where, like, you know how a lot of those family dramas, like on um, uh, the WB at the time, like Seventh Heaven, it, it was just flat. You know, it's just there's no real creative lighting. Even on those sitcoms now, it's just like Seinfeld and whatever. Yeah, very it's just flat. the same. Just a flat, like okay, it, it is what it is. Yeah. In this show, hell no. When they were on, when they were on the dance floor, they got artsy. Oh my god, with all the light. Oh my goodness, it's like uh, it's cinematographer porn. That's what that is. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm all about that life. So, uh, my lo- my love. Yeah. What. What did you think? I mean, I know we got your good, bad, great. I mean, what else did you think about this episode? And where do you want to begin? Just with relationships. You know, this whole episode was about being okay to not be perfect. Mm-hmm. It, that it's okay to not be perfect. Um, we got to see it even with <laughs> with Beth and Randall and how she goes out and she says, you know, I need to ask the things that he can't ask and doing the whole conversation with William and um, finding out that people aren't what you expect. So... Sorry, I'm just a whole, like, there's so many relationships in this show that I need to keep track of, but <laughs> people in these relationships have so much more layers. I was, I was cutting an onion today, and I was like, oh, it reminds me of Sheck, and it reminds me of the show, This Is Us. There's so many more layers that we're just about, I mean, we're just in the second episode, and we're just starting to peel this open. Mm. So how the relationships um, are playing out as adults, but you can already see the bricks being laid down the foundations as these flashbacks to children. Sure. And how relationships with other humans, relationships with other members of the family, relationships with themselves continue or have changed. And so, as I said, with with Randall, um, really, like, just seems like such a wonderful child. And for him, so he was able to use that same bit of humor that Jack used. So Jack used that humor of 
you know, being able to throw it right back at Rebecca. And when Rebecca's tucking him in after she tucks in Kevin, he was able to kind of do the same exact thing to his mom. He was able to give a little bit of humor back at her. And I said, wait a second. He's 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 a lot like Jack in, in some ways, isn't he? And he's turning out to be an excellent father and a caring father. And Jack in this episode just said he's going to be 11. No, he's going to be a 12. You know, so I... Well, he's going to be 11 for the kids and 12 for, for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I started to see this bricks. And of course, we saw that Kate's bricks of, of battling weight and feeling different. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, it's not just about the food, but it's looking around and seeing that people have different lives than she does. And she's internalizing it because of her weight and then she goes to the party and she thinks everyone's staring at her and laughing Mm -hmm. at her and I don't know if they were um I don't know if they were just laughing and you know you know how you feel that when you when you go somewhere and you think people are looking at you oh yeah and really what you find out as you grow up is that nobody cares about you Right. Nobody, nobody, nobody's really looking at you. You know, it's all in your own head. And so later on, honestly, people would have been staring at her when she was belligerently drunk on the dance floor and nobody was. So when I saw that second shot of her dancing with the tequila, I thought, oh, nobody was looking at her. That was all in her head. But 10 shots of tequila. Right. (laughs) So, but let's dive in about the relationships with these siblings. Yeah, I, I think. What I find most appealing about the writing so far is that it is a fine-tuned puzzle, and you can mm. already start to see it. Um, you can you, you caught glimpses of it in the first episode, uh, and because remember how I said, oh, you know, Randall just seems far away; he just seems distant. Yes, and. He clearly is. He's and, East Coast at probably because and without without even without saying it, they're yes. just they're showing you. But the get, phone call saying phone you're call. usually asleep by right, now, right? And and he's obviously East Coast because and Rebecca shows up West at the Coast. end, and she was in Pittsburgh, so I'm assuming he's still in that area. Um, and with his dad needing a three hour bus ride to right. get back to his cat, I'm thinking he must live Philly. That's what I'm thinking. I put my money in Philly. But uh, good three hours away from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'll throw that right in there. You yeah, like that? I'll, I'll co-sign on that one. I okay. like that idea. That's Thank good. Thank you. I'll co-sign. I like Philly. I didn't know it was three hours away from Pittsburgh until I got to Philly, and I thought I was in Pittsburgh, and then I had to take a right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing that I noticed most about the interplay between the characters is, well, listen, the stuff between Rebecca and Jack is it was sweet. And the stuff between Kate and Toby was also very sweet. And uh, seeing how Toby really just opens her up a little bit, mm-hmm. opens up her life, and I think gives her something that she hasn't had in a long time. He tells to her to her, stop thinking about her weight. To her own admission. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, think, I think that's what happens. But the beauty of this episode doesn't come from any of that, in my opinion. The real beauty of the episode comes between Kevin and Randall. And their relationship. And their relationship and what happens and what they're alluding to. I mean, the very fact that they are far away and they're far apart from each other. And clearly since the beginning, between, you know, Colin and Webster and all that other stuff and not sticking up for him in front of his friends, Kevin seemed a little too preoccupied with with what everyone else thought everybody else right mm-hmm. and it continued because even he admits it later on i care about what everybody thinks you know to, to randall in in the adult conversation 
But what the writing is showing you is they're still close enough mm-hmm. where Kevin can call Randall and and Randall can give him advice. And they're still close enough where something must have happened that allowed Randall to say, you weren't a good brother, but there's still time. Oh, that was still it. got time. That was it. And everything that happens in between, I'm sure I'm positive we're going to get answers about, right? Um, but the fact that, that Kevin can even call and, and then even think about moving out east to New York, you know, and having that mm-hmm. be an option mm-hmm. to be with his brother Randall. I, I think th- that was the real emotional core of, of the episode, uh, and and it took that long to get to it, which was great because again, the ending is so important. That ending between the 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 the, the big three, mm-hmm. but more specifically, Randall and Kevin, it gives you some catharsis, but it also opens up the rest of the season for what is going to happen. Now, the stuff with with your boy Miguel and why is he my boy? <laughs> and did I say something? No, no, I just I just feel like calling him that. <laughs> And, and he's Re- not on my love list so and and rebecca between those two i mean yeah it's a shocker and yeah obviously it opens up questions what the heck happened to jack mm-hmm. by the way my theory on this is that he is dead he is they're not divorced okay and i say that specifically because she's still wearing the moon thing that that the the pendant that jack gave her at that very moment because if if they were divorced ain't no way she's wearing that bad boy you know, I started to think about it uh, watching the first episode when Kate says, what was that thing that dad, you know, what did dad used to say right. about the lemons and lemonade? And I was like, hold up. Even even uh, Randall's biological father said, your dad must have been really proud of you. I, went, I, I noticed It's freaking past tense. Okay, so. So like going back and, and looking at it, like they're they're telling you right away. It's like that first scene in the pilot episode they're showing they're showing you right away that it, that it it's in the 80s i'm gonna cry and it's showing you right away because of the vacuum also it's something we didn't mention there was a what? the vacuum oh and yes the, and the, and it's like this wicked old vacuum but nobody saw it nobody really paid attention because it's just oh it's just another thing but i think they're showing you right away that jack is dead and he's no longer around but he's and, my favorite um yeah, yeah, I, I'm 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 okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'll co-sign on that too. <laughs> that he's my favorite. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, he can be my boy, not Miguel. <laughs> but I agree with you. I think at the heart of this episode, it was that brother relationship and seeing how how it happened when even they were younger. And uh, for me, so you have sisters who are a lot older than you. Yes. I have a brother who is two years younger than me. We did not get along as children. We did not. We fought like cats and dogs. Me too. And it's incredible now that we're adults and I'm encroaching on that wonderful 36 um, mm-hmm. that I we're very different people, but he's the person that I call. And, you know, I'll call him with with really deep matters. I'll call my friends about other things. But with the real deep stuff, I call my brother. Yeah, And it's weird. It's weird to know (laughs) that that's who I choose to call. But if you think about it, your siblings have been your longest best friends. And you may not have gotten along with them. Mm -hmm. You may not. But 
They are your best friends in the sense that they know you and they know your history. And Randall can say, our parents didn't raise whores, you know? Like, yeah, right. That's, that's it. So this episode was about those relationships. And I, too, am interested to see how this particularly brother relationship. Key obviously gets along with both of them. Right. I'm interested to see how these two men live their lives and how their interactions really shaped them into this relationship. By the way, Randall, again, using his humor as a, what was it? A recovery? Yes. Using his humor again as a recovery by saying, uh, parents didn't raise no whores. Yes. Uh, and, until Kate with her eyeliner face. Yes. See, it's all coming back. It's right? it, it all loops back around. And what is more special about this episode too, that I think I found is, the general theme of um, reckoning. Tell me. Uh, That's I, a deep word right there, reckoning. Yeah, well, you know, I think each character has some sort of reckoning in this episode. Well, what do you mean by reckoning? Uh, come, Jesus, come to Jesus moment. Um, just a, a realization that, whoa, maybe what I'm doing here or what I've done or just a, a, a moment of clarity or, or reckoning, just yes. just a moment of, okay, lying in the sand, what are we doing here? Yes. Uh, for Jack, it's his drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rebecca tells him, uh, and Rebecca, for her, it's her parenting, and realizing that she, that Jack isn't the kind of parent that he needs to be. And Jack but, has to yes. confront the fact that he's drinking heavily and that he doesn't see his wife anymore, mm-hmm. you know, the way that she used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Beth... Uh, it's with Randall's dad. Yes. <laughs> you are overstaying your welcome. <laughs> I loved her in this episode. <laughs> she... I loved... Okay, when... Can I just say something? Go right ahead. Okay, so when she comes in and Randall's working out, the pecs are, you know, pecs are flying, like... <laughs> and... She's flopping up and down, all the muscle. And she says... All the muscle. Why don't you go take a shower? I have an idea of how you can burn off those extra calories. <laughs> what I noticed is a woman who is a smart thinking because he, they see him, you see the shot of him smiling and he's, he's like all sweaty, like skipping to the shower. And then it gets back to Beth and she has her game face on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, she's going to do something. Mm-hmm. She is not She is not all into the bedtime frolicking right now. Nope, girlfriend has a plan. She sent him to the shower because she wants to do something while he's in the shower. Right. And I was, once it went downstairs, I said, this is why she sent him to the shower. She had the carrot on the stick of sex. And it was really, so she could go, <laughs> go knock go on Grampy's door. dad. <laughs> Get the hell out of my house, punk. Although, although I did like it when she says, well, now I feel like a bitch. I loved that. That was great. That was awesome. Humor, again, it recovery. It made us both laugh out loud. It exactly. Did. It did. Uh, for Kevin, uh, the reckoning was his show and talking with the... Uh, the executive from the network and all of his uh, sycophants. Like mm-hmm. when he's like, "Hey, Victor, my man," he's like, "No, I'm Hector." All right, and and Katie Seagal, Katie Seagal with a fantastic, fantastic cameo, yes. telling him to stop, take that freaking ski hat off. What are you doing? It's Eighty degrees outside. Or whatever. <laughs> I made you that famous, but people don't even say anything about it. Um, but so then good. also the fact of moving. And and again, maybe mm-hmm. his relationship with Randall, uh, Kate, uh, her battle uh, with with her weight and having it always be about her weight, but also her reckoning of 
letting Toby into her life and allowing something good, something positive to be in the, in her life. Uh, I think that um, is really special. Mm-hmm. So each each character has this moment of, okay, things are not what I thought they were and we have to change them and we have to move forward. And that is what I see. That is what I mean when I, when I say reckonings. And each one of these characters has these moments. Um, anything else, my darling? Um, that's it. Aside from grandma and grandpa are here and it's not the grandma and grandpa I was expecting. We just need to keep pressing play. Which by also, by the way, they're calling your boy Miguel grandpa. Yeah. Which means... They're married. Which means that one, yeah, they're married, obviously, number one. But number two, he's been around for a while now. The kids, you're right, they're elementary-aged kids. He's been been around for a while now. So, I I, Unless Jack is grampy and Miguel is grandpa. (laughs) No, he's dead. And Rebecca still wears your, yeah, she's wearing his necklace. She's wearing the necklace. There's no way. There's no way. And they talk in past tense, that's it. R.I.P., but when did it happen? I'm I'm thinking that it happens relatively early on. Stop it. I do. Stop it. That's what I'm thinking. Because she's looking back at the moon. Like, something tells me that the moon is is representative of- She said it's of their song. Yeah, yeah, well, the moon is representative of that time of their lives. That's why she still wears it. Because perhaps that was one of the last things that he gave to her. Listen, if you die before me, I'll still wear your your jewelry. Oh, thank you. I I appreciate that. I hope you do. I've spent more money than I could count. We should have bought a mattress with it. That's all we could say. All right, my darling, you ready to close uh, close out this show? You bet. All right, let's do it. So call us crazy, but yeah, we are recording this episode of season two, season one, episode two, on the season two finale night. Right. We get it. We got into the show a little late. So if you want to rewatch the show or jump in new, keep up with us, that'd be awesome. If you love the show and you just want to listen to this podcast to relive those earlier episodes along with us, we'd love that. And now that this is our second episode that we reviewed, we would love it if you checked us out in iTunes or Stitcher and gave us a reading and review and tell your friends. So That's the best way you can spread the word about this podcast. The reviews do help and we do appreciate them. Of course, please do so and write one. But tell your friends that we exist. I'm Mary. My name's Blake. And this is us too. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.